Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Good evening and welcome back to Travel Tips Tuesday. I'm very glad that you've joined us once again. Uh, if you're hopping on for the first time, uh, my name's John and it should be pretty easy to figure out if you're watching this live on Facebook uh, because I'm broadcasting from my personal account. Um, it's a lot of fun to do this every week and I've even had some engagement on YouTube recently uh, with some folks that have been uh, tuning in. So if that is you, thank you so much for tuning in on YouTube. Really appreciate it. Um, I do post these usually within 24 hours or so uh, after broadcast um, live uh, to to YouTube and also to um, podcasts. So whether you're listening on Stitcher, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, Google Podcasts, any of those that are out there, uh, you should be able to find Travel Tips Tuesday on there. Just look for um, the black and kind of off blue teal uh, logo and uh, you can find it from there and after we're done tonight i'll actually post a link to the youtube channel and also to uh, the podcast page where you can find a link to your preferred platform for that so thank you for hopping on and joining it is october the 29th 2019 and tonight we're going to talk about that other theme park destination down the road from the mouse right down the i4 corridor in florida so if you've um, been there before, you know what I'm talking about. That's right, the Universal Orlando Resort. Now, there are some other uh, theme park destinations in the area, but we're going to focus on Universal Orlando Resort specifically because it's kind of, you know, next to Disney, it's kind of the, the primary destination uh, for a lot of people down there, especially if you're looking for a theme park with a lot of thrills. Um, you know, there's they have a lot of shows, a lot of great restaurants. Um, you know, a lot of great branded experiences, you know, like Harry Potter and dealing with Despicable Me. Even some uh, Marvel experiences still exist uh, over at Universal, uh, though Disney has some of those now as well. A lot of different things going on uh, at Universal, and we're going to just scratch the surface tonight. So if there's something that, like, I don't say we get to the end of this, and you're like, you should have said that, please let me know. Be like, you missed this. Why didn't you talk about this? Uh, because there's a lot to do at Universal Orlando. There's a lot of people, um, cast members that I know at Disney that, that have also worked at Universal. Uh, even some retired Imagineers that have done some work uh, at Universal along the way from Disney to Universal. So there's, there's you know, some crossover there with uh, talent. And, you know, they, they have their own nighttime shows and, again, great restaurants and um, attractions that we'll get into for all ages, really. So, um as I was thinking about tonight's topic, this like question came up in my mind. Do you ever get caught up playing the comparison game when trying to plan a vacation? And this is not an ad read, okay? Let me go ahead and preface that now. This is an actual thing that came up in my mind. Do you ever get caught up in that? Like, well, if we do this, we could do this. Well, if we spend this much money on this particular thing, we could do that, but we couldn't do this. And it's kind of on and on and on and on and on, and you kind of end up going down this rabbit hole that can have you confused and looking cross-eyed if you're not too carefully. Especially if you're planning a big trip and you and you want to take care uh, every step every step of the way. But it didn't have to be that way. One of my favorite things to do, like I did last week when we had our conversation uh, about 
about cruising was was to make a pro and con list. It's it's very simple. Just write down the pros of each one, write down the cons of each one, and see you know which ones outweigh the other. Is there any overlap? Um, so there, there's a lot of good, really easy things that you can do. Um, you know, in, in budget, of course, is is really kind of that shell that everybody should be using uh, when planning a trip. So when you're planning a trip, make sure that you do it wisely because you know, one of the things I'll always say is when you get home from a vacation, you don't want to have that credit card bill stinging you and taking away from the magic and the memories and all those things that uh, you experience. So uh, if you can pay for it in cash, Dave Ramsey, thank you. Um, do it. Absolutely. I highly recommend you to do that. Uh, when, when my family travels, we try to do that as much as possible if we have to save up. Um, and it's been a while since we've had a conversation about how to travel budget-friendly and saving and all that. So we might do that on a future episode again because I think that's a conversation we need to revisit. So back to tonight's. That was just kind of my little travel tip bonus for you right up front there tonight. But back to tonight's conversation. Um, you know, again, I occasionally get questions like, do you think Universal or Disney is better for my family? Um, can you make a trip to both Disney and Universal work? Or should I just visit one or the other? Can I see Harry Potter World at Disney? Short answer to that is no. You have to go to Universal. Uh, do they have fast passes at Universal? So all sorts of different things and questions because people that are pros at traveling to Disney don't often think about going to Universal because Disney is fun, it's safe, there's a lot of great memories, a lot of great things there. Disney is always innovating. Uh, Universal Orlando is doing the same thing. And I'm actually going to wrap up this conversation tonight talking about one key thing that Universal has done really well, I think, that I wish Disney would do. So if you hang on till the end, you'll you'll get to hear that. Um all right, so let's let's get started, and, and I'm gonna get started with kind of the, um, I don't know the the main question I get a lot of time when talking about Disney and Universal is this, or it's really, it's really a statement: Disney is for little kids and Universal is for big kids. Is it true? Uh, there are experiences for for both, and we've talked about thrills at, at Walt Disney World. Is it possible to get those there? Yeah, absolutely there are. Uh, but Universal uh, Parks and, and Resorts, you know, Universal Orlando, mainly Islands of Adventure, uh, is, is is more about the, kind of the thrilling kind of rides. Uh, roller coasters, 4D experiences, and otherwise. So some pretty intense rides, some that are not definitely not appropriate for children, uh, you know, and, and not even just the ones, or like smaller children, and not even just ones where you know they might be too small to ride. Um, but there are some things that are a little bit more intense that you'll see Universal versus over at Disney. But the same can be said for Disney because there are some rides over there that have certain levels of intensity and not uh, everybody you know would want their kids seeing, you know, Attraction A, B, or C, whatever the case may be. So, um, you know, that's that's all up to, to parents, uh, you know, priority and whatever they want to do, really. So, um, whatever works for you, really, because this is your vacation, it's your trip, it's your it's your experience, and that's one of the things I like to do when when I get to know families and folks that I'm working with. I like to figure out what kind of experience they're looking for because not everybody wants the same kind of experience when they travel. Uh, on a vacation. So um, let's just kind of start hopping around um, park by park to start off at Universal. First off, Universal Studios Orlando, kind of the OG, so to speak, uh, the original park um, at Universal, uh, at the Universal Orlando Resort. Universal Studios there. 
Um, it is steeped with history. You know, they used to have Nickelodeon Studios there. Um, you know, now that's that's been replaced. Uh, it was torn down many, many years ago. Uh, it has some Harry Potter. Um, there is an area called Seuss Landing that's over at Universal Studios Orlando. Uh, definitely appropriate for your kids if you like Cat in the Hat, Thing 1, Thing 2, stuff like that. Um, Despicable Me is there. So if you like the Despicable Me characters, it's one of the first things you see when you walk in the park. Um, it's a great experience. It's, it's a wonderful ride um, and pretty entertaining. Uh, I mentioned 4D attractions earlier. So 4D attractions are the kind of things... Um, where you know where you end up, move, the the ride vehicle may move around a little bit, and maybe 3D you might you know feel things, you might smell things. So it's a multi-sensory uh, experience, and there are a lot of different attractions that uh, that at Universal uh, Studios Orlando that uh, are great for people that love those kinds of attractions. They're well done. It's not just you know sitting in a little uh, you know buggy or ride vehicle that rotates that occasionally pokes you and you know you kind of look around in 3d these are all immersive experiences these are very very well told told stories that you feel like that you're a part of uh like race through new york with jimmy fallon if you're a big jimmy fallon fan uh revenge of the mummy is very very popular and also shrek uh 4d as well um, one of the other really cool things about Universal Studios Orlando is there's lots and lots and lots and lots of streetmosphere. Meaning, if, if you're not familiar with what streetmosphere is, streetmosphere uh, is um, basically when you have live actors wandering around the streets that are uh, engaging with uh, with guests that are there. Um, you know, whether it's you know, say Lucille Ball or or Betty Boop or you know, you may even see Popeye. Kind of some classic characters uh, of yesteryear that you'll see. Uh, there's also this little event that's going on right now called Halloween Horror Nights. That's kind of the epitome of, of streetmosphere interaction for um, for Universal Parks. Uh, it's an event that is not necessarily kid-friendly. Now, I have seen some younger kids go to Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, but again, that's one of those things that you want to be very, very careful on um, if that's something for you. It's it's very well done, has a very high production value, uh, but it can be intense for little ones. Um, it is not Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. It's kind of the other end of that as far as intensity goes. Uh, but it can be a lot of fun for grown-ups if that's something that you're interested in. Uh, we'll love to answer any questions you have uh, you may have about that. So uh, again, I want to mention something as we... Uh, as we're about to go into Islands of Adventure, uh, just again, skimming very, very quickly uh, over these specific parts that are at Universal Orlando. Um, if you want to experience the wizarding world of Harry Potter, you have to have access to both parks. If you want to get all of it, because there are attractions, there are bits and pieces of it that are in Universal Studios. There are some that are in Islands of Adventure. Uh, especially if you want to ride the Hogwarts Express, it goes between both of those areas. You have to have a multi-part ticket to be able to go between both. Um, just like at, at Disney, there are different types of, of part tickets that are out there. You can get single-part tickets, you can get two-part tickets, and you can get three-part tickets. That will take you to Universal Studios Orlando, that will take you to Islands of Adventure, and that will also take you to Volcano Bay, which is the water park that we're going to talk about uh, here in just a little bit at Universal Orlando Resort. Um, so let's get into Island of Adventure, though. There's a, there are a bunch of really cool attractions there, uh, like Doctor Doom's Fear Fall, Ripsaw Falls. Uh, the newest Harry Potter attraction. I'm going to read this because if I don't read it out loud, I'm just going to kind of mumble it uh, as it comes out. Uh, the newest Harry Potter attraction is called Hagrid's Magical Creature Motorbike Adventure. 
And for some that have been on it, uh, you know, vloggers and even folks that I've talked to uh, that have been on it, they say this is one of, if not the best theme park ride in all of like the Orlando area. Um, it is very well done, has a very high production value again, meaning every single element from the queue, from, from the entrance to the queue, from the queue itself, to um, the ride vehicles, to all the different things that you'll interact with along the way, uh, were very, very intentionally done. Uh, the theming is absolutely outstanding on this. So uh, it's, not just, uh, it's not just a goofy sort of ride with Rubius Hagrid from Harry Potter kind of guiding you through. It is a very intentionally well done uh, attraction that I highly recommend you check out if you go to Universal Orlando Resort. So um, make sure you take a look at that. And I actually have uh, this very tall, like I posted this uh, a few weeks ago, about six or eight foot kind of Hagrid sized um, cutout that I use for some vendor shows that I'm going to be, I'm actually going to be using this at a, in a couple of weeks at a new vendor show I'm going to. Um, this massive that that kind of gives you the layout and kind of advertises the thing. It's pretty cool. So um, you can go back on my on my feed and look for that picture if you want. So uh, again, if you're gonna want to experience all of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, you are going to need uh, at bare minimum a two part ticket to see all of it. Um, one of the other things that I'm gonna mention, I'm gonna camp out on Harry Potter here for just a second because you know when people go to Universal, that's what people want to see, right? So for folks that go to Disney, uh, right now the big thing is Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, but with the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, uh, if you stay at one of the on-property hotels, um, you can actually get, depending on the package that you book, uh, you can actually get early uh, entry privileges to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. It's kind of like an extra magic hour sort of thing-ish. Uh, it's not exactly the same um, because you're kind of going only going to one area of the park. Um, but it's very similar to that in concept. So you can get uh, early entry privileges to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter if you book certain packages. Uh, they have actually have special vaca vacation packages for uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, uh, specific ones that are geared towards that if you're interested in it, if you're a big Harry Potter fan. Um, and one of the really cool things they do are the nighttime projection shows uh, onto uh, the castle in uh, the Wizarding World uh, of Harry Potter. So a uh, big fan of that, and it's it's a lot of fun. There, there are a lot of really good good shows that they do. There are even some holiday-themed shows that they do seasonally uh, throughout the year, so that's something that you may want to check out there. So let's move over to Volcano Bay, the water park. This is the newest park um, that is currently in existence. There's a fourth one, or a fourth gate, if you will, uh, for Universal Orlando Resort that is currently in development. The land's being moved around. Um, is just down the street from kind of the main sort of uh, area where the other other two kind of primary parks are. Um, but Volcano Bay is the current kind of newest water park that's, or excuse me, yes, yeah, the newest water park in the Orlando area, but it's the newest park for Universal uh, Parks as well in Orlando. Uh, and one of the really cool things is you can kind of see it from I-4 a little bit. You can see uh, the big volcano that has uh, has a few slides that actually go through it. Um, if you've ever seen those kind of slides where you sort of, you know, stand, stand with your feet together, you kind of get into this coffin-like thing, the floor drops out from under you, they've got one of those. Um, they've got several other, other types of raft slides for individuals and also for, I think, groups up to four. Um, lazy Rivers, if you're a Lazy River person, Volcano Bay is for you. You will love it. But one of the really cool things, and this is what 
can I wanted to stay. If you're staying to the end, if you're listening now, this is sort of the sort of uh, bonus conversation that I'm going to have with you tonight um, that, that Universal has done um, is this little thing called Tapu Tapu. And you're probably like, what language are you speaking? Uh, Tapu Tapu is essentially it's, it's the wireless uh, or excuse me, the lineless waiting system uh, for attractions for the slides and otherwise um, at Volcano Bay. Uh, when you enter Volcano Bay, you receive a Tapu Tapu, which is basically, it's kind of like the size of an old Casio watch you would get from Walmart or somewhere. It kind of looks like that in a way, or sort of like a Fitbit. Um, but you will go to the, you'll get one of those when you when you walk in. Um, you can even, you know, load some stuff on it. There's a way to do that through an app. But um, the, the easiest way to explain it is you, you get this when you go in, and they have different stations around the park. Similar to FastPass kiosk at Disney, but again, a little bit different, um, where you can scan it kind of like you would a magic band in a way, and it will give you a return time uh, of when to come back for that particular attraction. Um, so you can go and hop in the Lazy River. You can go and, and just you know lay down a lounge chair, grab a bite to eat, or just explore the park. Um, you know, d- Do whatever you want. You can come back when it's time to do that. Um, it it kind of had a rocky start a little bit. Um, but I can tell you that on, on the busier days, uh, this can definitely help you plan out your day once you're there. Um, you're not having to stand in hot Florida sun on hot pavement, uh, waiting for hours and hours on end for the coolest ride in the park. Um, it, this is something that is just it's really neat. And, and I wish this would become more commonplace um, across kind of theme park resort experiences. And, you know, Disney does a pretty decent job, you know, with the Magic Bands that they have that they brought in a few years ago at Walt Disney World. Um, the FastPass system actually in Disneyland uh, is in the process of changing, if you weren't aware of that. Um, they've actually removed the ticketed Fast Passes for some attractions at Disneyland out in California. Uh, and they're moving towards a slightly different system, but it's a slower transition um, there. But the lineless waiting system at Volcano Bay is great. Um, and I highly recommend that if you haven't experienced it yet, uh, that can make one visit to that park very, very worth it. And there are a lot of ticketing promotions out there that you can get that will uh, give you a great value for your ticket. And sometimes you might end up getting, say, a third park for free, which might be Volcano Bay or you know, buy two, get two days free at Universal uh, for parks or different vacation packages out there that may have different promotions. There's a lot of different options uh, that are out there for vacation experiences at uh, Universal Orlando. Uh, Universal Orlando also has some of their own resort hotels. Um, so we're kind of moving from sh- talking about Volcano Bay to talking about ho- hotels. Um, there are several kind of, there's a, really a couple of different categories. Really, well, okay, kind of three. Um, they kind of have their sort of deluxe level experience, you know, categories that you might compare to a Disney uh, type hotel where you get you know, more amenities, there's more to do at the hotel and, and other kinds of options that you may have. But one of the really great things with some of the uh, more deluxe kind of higher end hotels that you can get, you know, the uh, Hard Rock Orlando Hotel is one of them, um, are, is the Express, uh, basically the Unlimited Express uh, for you know, to be able to bypass a lot of the lines. Um, there are a couple of different versions of the Express Pass that you can get at Universal. Uh, there's the Express Pass, and there's, then there's the Unlimited Express Pass. The Express Pass gives you the ability to, to go on their Fast Pass line or their Express Pass line once per ride. The Unlimited Express Pass gives you the option to go as many times as you want. And I can tell you right now, yes, if you're buying it separately, um, you do pay a bit of a premium for it, but it will pay off, especially if you're only going over to Universal for like 
a day, maybe two. Uh, if you're if you're going, I would say for three days or less, it will it will help you greatly benefit. You'll be able to see a lot more and do a lot more, and your stress level will be a little bit down. You'll be able to go on escape from green escape from Gringotts multiple times over uh, in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter or you know Hagrid's uh, magical creature motor, motorbike adventure. Uh, if you wanted to multiple times, you know, f to experience those kinds of things. So uh, just be aware of that um, because it, it can be a great add-on for your trip. Um, there's a bunch of different options and different things that you can add on uh, as well, like uh, tickets to certain shows that, that are in the Universal uh, Resort area uh, as well. Um, speaking of which, Universal City Walk is kind of the uh, shopping and entertainment dining uh, district for the Universal Orlando Resort area. Um, as far as shows go, the Blue Man, Blue Man Group has a fixed show there that is constantly running. Um, has, is you know they have their own theater. You can buy tickets for it, and they have a lot of great experiences uh, there for you. And if you've never seen Blue Man Group, you need to. Uh, they are a lot of fun. They'll have you laughing, um, and you'll leave you'll you'll leave very glad that you that you went to the show. Um, they also have this little place called Voodoo Donuts, um, which at Voodoo Donuts Voodoo Donuts is kind of hard to explain. Um, if you've never uh, been to a place like it, you know, you may show up and you might, you know, see a donut laying there in front of you that just has cereal, not like mounds of it, but like different types of cereal on it or decorated in different special ways. And, you know, this is not like going to Krispy Kreme and getting your hot now glazed donut or going down to Dunkin' uh, and getting your cake donut to dip in your coffee. Like these are kind of a step beyond uh, just regular gourmet donuts even. So... Um, there's also this little place called the Hard Rock Cafe as well. Um, so if you're a big fan of Hard Rock Resorts, um, you want to uh, definitely stop by there and get your shirt over at Hard Rock Cafe. Um, there's Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville Restaurant. So if you like Jimmy Buffett, his music, um, if you like um, you know the, the food there, the, the drinks, things of that nature, you can stop by and get yourself a cheeseburger in paradise, which the cheeseburgers are phenomenal um, at uh, the restaurant as well. Um, and there's also the Chocolate Emporium, which is great. That's just, we'll just sort of leave that there. You want to check out the Chocolate Emporium. It is one of those places you do not want to miss when you stop by Universal uh, City Walk. There's a lot of things to do. Again, I could be here for a very long time, hours, talking about all the different things there are to do in this area. Um, you know, I, and, and I didn't want to uh, not mention it because, it, again, it is a common thing. People ask me all the time. How can I do a trip to both? Should I do one or should I do the other? Uh, you know, how do I get between the parks? You know, do I need to rent a car? Well, honestly, the easiest way, if you don't have like boo coodles of people in your party, or even if you do, use Lyft and Uber. Um, even if uh, even if you have children, a lot of times you can find uh, a Lyft vehicle with a car seat. Those are options that you can find. Um, there are some shuttles and private limousines and things like that that you can uh, get access to if that's something that you want. But again, it's very easy to get between um, both areas. And honestly, what I would do if you are going to go, and this is kind of the travel tip we're going to end on tonight. If you are going to go to both Disney and Universal on the same trip, I would have at bare minimum um, five days of park time planned. At bare minimum, five days of park time planned. Because it, you know, any less than that, um, you're going to be pushing yourself. You're going to be a little bit more stressed out than probably you you would want to be enjoying a vacation. So if you want to do Disney and Universal, again, five solid days of part time. So at bare minimum, basically that gives you like you know a week uh, kind of experience. 
to go there. Um, so again, there's lots of nuts and bolts, bits and pieces to planning vacations, and it's my goal to lessen the hassle for you uh, in planning vacations. I love uh, serving other people. I love coming alongside of you and finding out the why of your trip and helping you celebrate that and lessening the hassle as much as possible while staying within your budget and helping you uh, plan a vacation uh, that will help you create some lasting memories. So um, if you do have any specific questions about Universal Orlando or you know Disney or cruising or a you know combination trip somewhere in there of, of all of those things, um, please reach out to me. I would love to talk to you about that. As always, I charge zero planning fees, so I'm going to get you the same great promotions you might find yourself online. The only exception being you're going to you're going to have uh, personalized, customized uh, service along the way. Uh, so please let me know. I can help. Reach out to me. Uh, thank you so much for joining me on Travel Tips Tuesday, and we do hope you'll see you next week, and we'll see you again real soon. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.